Hey folks, Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. I hope you're having a great day. You know, here at Aspire Natural Health, we have worked out and used what we call the Aspire Method. It is our 10-step process to make sure that we cover all of the major aspects of a person for recovering their health. What we found over the years is that when we leave out one or more of the steps, the predictability, the chances that someone is going to get the benefit, is going to see the improvement in their digestive issues, their autoimmunity, is going to be able to go on to live a bigger and a better life. They all go down. Or if they get results, uh, which they often do, they'll get results, but they're not going to be long-term and they're not going to be sustainable. And after all, I know what I'm looking for. I know what you're looking for is not just to slap a Band-Aid and get things to be temporarily better for a few days, a few weeks, even a few months or a year. And I don't know about you, but I'm planning to live for decades. And so I don't just want to feel good for a short period of time. I want to feel good, ideally, right, for the rest of my life. And so that's why over the years we found... These 10 steps are critical to a person's health, well-being, and to see improvements in digestive issues and autoimmunity. So over the next 10 podcasts, we're going to talk about these 10 steps. One, one step per podcast, right? It makes sense. So let's dive in to step one today and tackle that. So step one is finding the foods that nourish a person and finding the foods that are problematic or cause harm for a person. Sounds pretty straightforward, right? But one of the falsehoods, one of the falsehoods that we often hear people say is that their regular doctor, their MD, whether it's a gastroenterologist, a digestive doctor, a rheumatologist, like an autoimmune doctor, an endocrinologist, a hormone doctor, whatever the case might be for that person, has told them that what they eat has zero impact on their digestive issues or their autoimmunity. And that is just plain out wrong. Our experience has been that eight to nine out of every 10 people, so 80, 90% of people see improvements in one of three areas when they make changes to their diet. Often digestive issues, one, autoimmunity, two, they see improvement and even if they tend to be one of the, you know, 10, 20% max of people who don't see those changes, the third area, general health and well-being, like energy levels, skin, mood, sense of well-being, all of these things improve by improving a person's diet. So, the, the falsehood here is that what you eat has little impact on your health, well-being, on your digestive issues, and on your autoimmunity. And for the most part, that is completely wrong. The vast majority of people see at least modest improvement in their digestive issues and autoimmunity and up from there. So modestly better, you know, significantly better. And for some people complete resolution, complete resolution of their digestive issues and autoimmunity. Now, having said that, this is only one of the 10 steps. It is not the 
all 10 steps? Do some people see complete resolution of their issues by changing their diet? Yes. Do the majority of people see complete resolution of their digest or digestive issues or autoimmunity just by changing their diet? No. That's why it is not the entirety of it. It is only one of the 10 steps. So diet-wise, there are two components, like we said. First of all, let's be clear. There is no one perfect diet for everyone, for everyone with digestive issues, for everyone with autoimmunity. No, that is not the case. So it is not simply go on a vegan diet, go on a Whole30, go on a paleo diet, go on this diet or that diet. There is no perfect diet that is going to work for everyone. So that's why the step is not called go on this diet. The step is called find out which foods nourish you and which foods are problematic for you. Now, are there common foods that tend to be problematic for people? Sure, absolutely. And that's a great place to start. So the two phases are one, to find the foods which nourish you. So there we're talking about getting enough protein, getting enough vitamins, getting enough minerals, getting enough nutrients, all of the raw materials that our bodies need to work well. So that is one step of the process. And the other step of the process is to find the foods which are problematic for us. And that is why we employ the tool of the elimination diet most commonly. Now, the elimination diet is simple, but not necessarily easy. So we talk about it in depth, but the basics are taking out certain foods from our diet, foods that were suspicious are problematic for a person, and over a period of time, typically two to four weeks, finding out if things are changing for a person. So it's not uncommon for someone to say, okay, I eliminated those foods, and I'm definitely noticing changes. Maybe my joints are hurting less, or my bowels are feeling better, or my brain is working better, my energy is improved, or whatever else might be going on for someone. Again, that might be modest improvement, significant improvement, or even possibly complete resolution of those symptoms that were bothering a person. So that, in a nutshell, is an elimination. The challenge is bringing those foods back in in a careful and controlled way to test whether that food is problematic. And we're going to find the answer of either no, that food is not a problem for me, wonderful. It can feel a little disappointing sometimes for people, but it is giving people more knowledge, more control. If you eliminate a food, just picking one at random, eggs, and you reintroduce them and you find it's not a problem, wonderful. Not only can you eat eggs again, if that's what you want to do, but now we're one step closer to recognizing, okay, eggs are not a problem for me. While you may find, again, whatever, dairy might be an issue for you be a little disappointing to find that out if you like to eat dairy. But at the same token, again, we have more information which allows us to have more control. Dairy is problematic for me. It's better off when I don't eat or rarely eat it. Great. So this is the step fundamentally of, of this is the pieces of step one of the process. We need to make sure that someone is eating a good nutritious diet. We cannot build long-term and sustainable health on a low-quality, junk-food-based diet that does not supply us the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, the proteins, the fats, the carbohydrates, all of the pieces that a person's body needs. And each individual's body is going to be slightly 
different. It's finding out what you need to eat that is nutritious for you and builds long-term health. The other side of that coin is that the majority of people dealing with digestive issues and autoimmunity are having negative reactions to some of the foods that they are eating. And so it's figuring out which of those foods are a problem and at least in the short term, removing those foods from a person's diet so they're no longer triggering negative reactions, getting a person to feel better and beginning to build their health. Now, the two mistakes people make here, big picture, one, not being willing to address their diet at all or believing the MDs and saying the diet has no impact on a person's health. Again, the vast majority of people find that's not true and they see improvement. If you happen to be one of the few people who don't see a significant change with changing their diet in terms of their digestive issues and autoimmunity, by improving the diet in general, we're going to improve health, well-being, energy levels, general health and well-being. So there is always improvement by one, finding out problematic foods, and two, improving the quality of a person's diet. So that's why we put it as step one. People will ask sometimes, do these steps that we're going to be going through, do they need to be followed in exact order, number one, number two, number three? And of course, the answer is no, they don't. Uh, you may find that you need step three before you need step one or step seven before you need step two. Whatever the case may be, it needs to be individualized for what a person needs. But when we try to skip these steps, ignore these steps, or just flash through these steps uh, without taking the time to make sure that each step is optimized, that's when we see either plateauing, like people see improvement, but then they can't get any better. They see short-term benefits or they see no benefits at all. All right, folks, so that is step one of the Aspire Method is to find out which foods are nourishing for you and which foods are problematic for you. This step can go a long way towards improving things, but again, it is only step one of 10. And one of the mistakes, so we talked about not being willing uh, to make changes as one of the fundamental mistakes. The other one on the other side is pretending or hoping or dreaming that only doing this one step will take care of all of the issues for a person. We see this in people coming to us for help. We also see this in other practitioners who just hyper-focus on a person's diet. Yes, it's important. No, it's not going to take care of everything for a person. All right, folks, that is it for me today. So we're going to continue in the next nine episodes to cover the nine other steps of the Aspire Method. If you're looking for more information on how to deal with things like digestive issues, autoimmunity, things like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, inflammatory bowel disease, autoimmunity in general, GERD or heartburn, or even how to find the right holistic doctor for you, your next step is to go to the website, aspirenaturalhealth.com. That's aspirenaturalhealth.com. Aspire is an A-S-P-I-R-E, aspirenaturalhealth.com. Click on the free reports button, and all of those free reports are there ready and waiting for you. We packed them with some of our best information. And we've had people tell us simply by reading the free reports, putting that information into practice in their lives, they have transformed their digestive issues, their autoimmunity. They've gone on to be able to live bigger and better lives, not limited by 
their issues. So all you need to do, go to the website, aspirenaturalhealth.com, click on the free reports button and grab one or more of the free reports that are relevant to you or to a loved one. Please read it and put it into practice. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Until next time, take care.